Hello, and welcome to Setting the Standard, the podcast about wireless radio standards creation brought to you by the Wireless Innovation Forum. I'm your host and communications director of the forum, Stephanie Hamill. Today, I'm talking to the forum's Software-Defined Systems Committee co-chair, Eric Nicolay of Talis, about the committee's recently published timing service specification and supporting facilities principles report. Hi, Eric. How are you doing today? Hi, Stephanie. I'm doing okay, thanks. Oh, good. All right, so I wanted to talk to you about this new um, harmonized timing service specification and its supporting facilities principles report. Can you give us an overview of these documents and how they came into being? Uh, sure. Uh, first, I'd like to, to remind uh, that in most advanced software-defined radios, the, STR, the SDR standards are, in general, setting the software interfaces between the radio applications part and the underlying radio platform. So, in general, that's what we are talking about. Now, the specification we're talking about, the time service facility, addresses time access and handling. This is a critical capability for modern waveforms. Uh, with the demanding accuracy requirements of TDMA protocols, for instance, uh, or the demands of uh, high-speed frequency hopping systems. So the winner from TS-3004 modernizes the available SDR standards for this critical time handling capability. And over the years, we had several flavors, let's say, of the same need, depending on countries. Uh, I say we had the initial American flavor coming from the JTRS program. Then came a European derivate developed in the SR program by France, Italy, Spain, Poland, Finland, and Sweden. And we even had a German version. The Rhin Forum members decided to join efforts in the Harmonized Time Service project to come up with a unifying solution, taking advantage of the implementation experience they all gathered. This has resulted in an active group with experts from France, USA, Germany, Canada, and even Japan. And that's what uh, results in, in the uh, specification we're talking about. Wow, that's quite a, that's a global effort. That's fantastic. Um, so where and how do you envision this being implemented? Well, it's always a bit difficult to say, but uh, uh, I believe uh, it should be implemented on modernized software-defined radios for better structured, uh, less ambiguous, and more capable decoupling between radio applications and radio platforms. The attention paid to the existing background and the known ambiguous pitfall will help adopters to minimize the adoption costs. And those efforts should rapidly pay back thanks to the reduction of integration efforts, the development of more reliable products, and the support of innovation in enabling novel time-critical algorithms and capabilities to emerge. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at the spec. It states that um, it supports portability of radio applications and hospitality of radio platforms through a generic specification of the time service capability with the associated API and attributes. So can you give me a scenario or an example that exemplifies the, the benefits of this facility? Sure. Um, I'm going to take two. Uh, uh, one is a new technical capability in the spec. Uh, the additional support of the International Atomic Time, TAI, 
that is not uh, encompassing the leap seconds of the Universal Coordinated Time, the UDC. This will enable uh, solution developers to forget about the issues related to mitigation of leap seconds occurrence and avoid to manage associated ephemeris management uh, over the lifetime of the radio. The other example is usage of the model-driven architecture paradigm that we apply in uh, WinForum facility developments. That means we start to specify a unique, fully technology-agnostic specification. We call that the PIM, the Platform Independent Model. And this specification abstracts away any implementation details of the time service, including the software paradigm we use for implementation of the software interface. Then we develop derivate PISMs, platform-specific models, that map this abstract software interface to a variety of popular software implementation schemes. I'd like to quote the SCA, uh, the very popular C++ programming language, or what's needed for uh, art-embedded processes known as FPGAs. All those having heard the challenges of maintaining consistency across the heterogeneous families of processes in a software-defined radio will rapidly understand the virtues of such a consistent specification approach for heterogeneous distributed processing environments. Okay, and you mentioned um, in that answer that this is a, a PIM, it's platform-independent, and you also mentioned the PISMs. Let's um, go ahead and <clears throat> excuse me, talk about those. What, um, what's on the horizon for those PISMs? Yeah, so the spec we're actually rolling out is uh, just the PIM, let's say. But the PISMs are currently under development. Uh, the native C++ is ready. The SCA is under finalization. Uh, hope in a couple of weeks it should be out and ready for approval. So uh, I advise those interested to keep watch out for announcement uh, on the first set of consistent PISMs in order for them to be able to take full advantage of the specification. It should only be a matter of months, uh, and uh, it will be done consistently uh, with the transceiver facility PISMs that are ready as well. Fantastic. So everyone will just have to keep on the lookout for those. All right, well, thank you so much for your time today, Eric, and um, have a wonderful day. Okay, thank you, Steph. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.